0: What is going on, everybody? We are back. I know it's been a couple weeks since our last episode, but I think this one's going to be quite a doozy. We're going to be talking about... Louis Vuitton bags. So, what in the freaking heck makes these bags so dang expensive? After all, they're just zippers and leather and handles and other things what makes it so much more expensive than other bags of the same nature okay and that's where we're going to find it out in this episode and if you had purchased one maybe from a less than reputable source you may have gotten lucky or you may have a fake on your hands and that's where we're going to be kind of going through here is what signifies uh, you know a class a bag versus you know the bag next door so First off, what we always do is talk about what makes um, this company or product so expensive and how did it start? What is it? Maybe you're not super familiar what Louis Vuitton is. So let's get into this. So Louis Vuitton Maletior, commonly known as Louis Vuitton, um, or even by its initials LV, is a French fashion house and luxury goods company founded in 1854 by, you betcha, Louis Vuitton himself. So the label's LV monogram appears on most of its products, ranging from luxury trunks and leather goods to ready-to-wear shoes, watches, jewelry, accessories, sunglasses, books, pens I think they have, napkins. I mean, they do everything, and, and they do it correctly because everything you do get from them just feels better. I have a Louis Vuitton duffel bag that we I'm going to be talking about later. Um, which kind of makes me more uh, excited about this was because I had to find out whether it was real or not. I bought it through an estate sale, but here nor there, I will talk about that later. So Louis Vuitton is one of the world's leading international fashion houses. It sells its products through standalone boutiques, lease departments uh, in high-end department stores, and uh, through the e-commerce section of its website. So, you don't really see a lot of Louis Vuitton storefronts because they are so particular about where they're going. Because, I mean, base for that pen I'd mentioned, three hundred fifty bucks. Like it's stupid expensive. So, not exactly uh, next to your target. So, for six consecutive years, uh, Louis Vuitton was named the world's most valuable luxury brand. Uh, its 2012 valuation was $25.9 billion. Uh, in 2013, the valuation of the brand was $28.4 billion with a revenue of $9.4 billion. So the company operates in 50 different countries with more than 460 stores worldwide. So it is very much a global market. And with the e-commerce sector, it's just making it even more and more and more. Um, valuable to the market. But they do do something very interesting. Um, and we'll talk about this later about the fact that they actually create almost uh, scarcity in the market, which obviously drives up price. And we'll talk about that later. So, you know, how are Louis Vuitton bags created? Okay. As stated by the luxury brand uh, themselves, they use the most advanced technology. Um, they utilize, or let me reword that. So the most advanced technology that they utilize is the sewing machine. It is quite evident that producing a Louis Vuitton bag is not an easy task, which fosters in the price. It is the reason until 2005, it took about eight days and 20 to 30 craftsmen to create a single luxury bag. So when you do look at these bags and you see $2,300 for a book bag, you're thinking, well, there's no freaking way that's, you know, that's that valuable. You know, it's a bag, you know, $2,300. That's a used car, a, a decent used car. So it takes 20 to 30 people to make it. You know, that's ridiculous. Eight days of production. That's a lot, you know, especially for something I think that's more than a car. I think, through an assembly line. So the procedure was nothing but a synonym of quality, kind of like the Rolex brand. Okay? But it was not efficient to the growing demand. So they couldn't be spending 8 days uh in, you know, separating 20 to 30 people from the rest of the production team. Uh, to make a single bag obviously you know if you want to sell mass numbers you're gonna have to do a little better than that so after 2005 the luxury brand changed its strategy to produce products faster while maintaining its high quality at the same time but there's no denying that even the mark the highest quality goods can lose value if there are numerous of them in the fashion market so what this is actually the, the one of the most valuable things um, about Louis Vuitton is actually its marketing strategy. So over the years, Louis Vuitton found an, a, an apt amal, amalgamation of automation and the handmade process leading to a better balance between quality and speed. So they found that that apex there, okay? So as stated earlier, even the highest quality products can degrade their value if there are numerous of them on the market that is why the french fashion house suspends the production of a product once it hits its sales target so they don't want an excess of stuff out there because there's a really high resale value on these bad boys and they want to keep it that way they don't want clearance bags they don't want any of that stuff so once they hit the sales target ain't gone okay somewhere or the other um, all of us wait for the sales uh we have spotted how Um, When brands produce too much of the product, they offload the extras by conducting sales or selling them at discount shopping outlets. But have you ever heard of a Louis Vuitton sale? No. And the French fashion house has managed to avoid both of these things, sales and selling products at discount shopping outlets. Louis Vuitton takes pride in claiming to be the only brand in the world that never holds sales. Although the luxury brand had its beginnings in France, France, French. Over the years, it um, it has developed marketing strategies to attract a large market base in other countries. So, people often question if the authentic Louis Vuitton bags are produced in China. The fact is, real LV bags are not made there, but Louis Vuitton marketing strategies have been effective in China. So Louis Vuitton became the first foreign luxury brand to open a physical store in China in 1922, or 1992. The lesser known fact here is, in China, products from luxury brands such as Louis Vuitton are 20% more expensive than the global average. So the stuff's not made in China, they opened a physical store in China, yet the stuff is 20% more expensive than the global average anywhere else. Kind of crazy, so... Although no sales and selling products at discount shopping outlets help the fashion house maintain its worth, it also makes it a major target for counterfeits, which is where we come in. The luxury brand, Louis Vuitton, is the most counterfeited luxury brand in the world. It doesn't help that it's got a repetitive exterior to it that makes it pretty easy to counterfeit. But the the fashion industry experts state that there are numerous counterfeits because the luxury brand's classic style has perpetually been similar to the last hundred years. So if you bought like a a huge piece of luggage back in the 1900s and you bought a bag today, it would actually bear a similarity to the T. Okay, so that's why... It has date tags so you can tell because there are obviously some differences. Um, they do release bags that are colored, but that classic monogram, brown and tan look, that is just classic LV. Okay. So that's how people can create these near perfect limita- or imitations, is because it's been around for a hundred dang years. So, Another reason that makes the French fashion house enormously popular is the fact that some of the biggest celebrities in the world carry their products, so this is another marketing strategy that really helps with them, and it makes it super appealing in the eyes of consumers, because people just love looking at celebrities carry things. I don't get it, but the brand is hundreds of years old and still focuses on finding ways to target to the younger consumers. Not because they have the money, but because they know where the money is from mommy and daddy. So the, the brand, um, it really relies on young uh, consumers because they want to, they have the time to share it with people and they care about what people think. So, um, it is the reason behind, uh, bringing on, on board influencers like Sophie Turner, whoever that is, Chris Wu, I don't know who that is and others. So you know, huge influencers like them. So the luxury brand wanted to dominate on the fashion industry. Hence, in 2018, it announced the streetwear design, Virgil Abloh, as as its creative director for menswear. Also don't know who that is. So that is uh, Louis Vuitton in a nutshell, but we need to get into what, um, when you've obtained a bag or you see something online with You know, pictures. How do we tell if it's real or fake? That's coming up next. Are you a sparkling water company that would love to emerge into the podcast market? Well, I'll gladly take up your proposition. Here at Faked Podcast, we drink a ton of sparkling water. We basically run on it. So if you've got a beautiful product that sparkles, we'll gladly drink it will gladly support it thank you for listening we'll see you guys later i've got some sparkling water to drink and won't tell you what kind now all right grab your bags because we are going to be looking at what makes a fake louis vuitton Okay, there's some real differences. They've been getting pretty dang good though. So we need to do a in-depth study of this. As we do everything, we need to we need to really determine what makes one of these real or fake because that's the difference between a $40 bag and a $4,000 bag. So that thing that you've got in front of you, let's check it over. First up, the most important thing, but um, also not the only thing you should consider is consider the logo first incorporated more than a century ago in the hopes of staving off counterfeits. You can be sure that Louis Vuitton takes the greatest care with his presentation. There's no tilting of the logo, nor is there smudging blurred edges or greenish tints. The colors may be off in counterfeits. Okay. Um, so you want to look at the monogram logo all over it. Um, but uh, they're not going to get the saturation and the color just perfect because that's something that's proprietary. You can get close, and you're going to be printing them. So, however, specific so- uh, styles that are made with one continuous panel of canvas, um, such as a, the Speedy bag, will have upside down logos on one side. This will never occur, however, in the bags uh, in bags that made of two pieces of canvas connected in a seam at the base, kind of like the Never Full monogram. Okay, so always be looking at the logo. That's a huge thing. So next up, very important and a classic look. Check those handles and piping, okay? So that is that tan handle slash, you know, the piping leather to the side of it. That's super important, okay? The handles and the piping of a Louis Vuitton bag are constructed from Vachetta, Leather, a natural toned cowhide that actually deepens to a rich honey color with age. As soon as they're exposed to air, they start to change color. Okay, and that's how the handles darken over time. A non-authentic bag is not going to do that um, in the same way as an authentic bag. So if you're looking at a vintage bag with bright handles, move on. Okay, Vuitton, founded in 1854, is not afraid of allowing the natural course of time to be reflected in its work. Okay, we should all be confident in the things we do that much. Um, you know, it's like them writing the Declaration of Independence on something super, you know, that's going to last. It was vellum, I think. Yeah, something that's going to last because it was an important document. Um, and, and people always say, they're like, well, why can't the people... The fakes use these uh, products. Well, if they're going to, it's going to be as expensive as if they just bought one because a lot of the things that they put into this bag um, are expensive and they've been doing it at such a rate and perfected it that they can do it for a little cheaper and make profits. But if you're going to make this bag using what they actually do, you might as well just buy a real bag. So that's why they're not going to actually use a lot of the materials that are in real bags. Okay, next up is the stitching. Expect only perfection when it comes to the stitching on a Louis Vuitton bag. Anything less won't leave the workshop floor. And just what does perfection look like? The stitches are perfectly straight and perfectly even. The number of stitches will never change. For example, an authentic Louis Vuitton Alma speedy and never full bags. There will be five stitches across each of the tabs where the handles are secured. This is always the same. It never changes. Vuitton matches the number of stitches to the location. Rule of thumb, perfection does not deviate. Okay. Next up, let's check out that hardware. Okay. This is going to be metal clasps, um, D-links, all that kind of stuff. So often on a fake Louis Vuitton, the hardware just looks cheaper. Again, this is something that's been perfected over centuries, or not centuries, uh, decades, you know. So, you know, they have it perfected. The machinery is there. They're going to use the best metal. It's always going to be consistent. So a real luxury bag provides a pleasure of touch that a factory in China or Vietnam simply just cannot reproduce. So if the hardware is flimsy, hollow, or even plastic, which, you know, it does exist, the bag is certainly a fake. Likewise, examine the LV logo stamp on the Vuitton's hardware. Um It's usually brass, golden brass, or like a a silvery metal, Um, although uh, matte finishes do exist as well. So whenever possible, ensure that the hardware on the bag you are considering is that of an actual Louis Vuitton bag by checking louisvuitton.com. So you can always cross-reference, and they do high-definition pictures on there, and I think that's intentional so you can zoom in and just see the differences. Okay, next up is going to be lining. Okay, that's the interior of the bag and near the zippers and things like that. So although Louis Vuitton may use different linings for different collections, monogram bags are generally lined in a brown cotton and Damier Bien canvas bags are historically lined in red microfiber. So it's going to be a little more softer to the touch. But if you're considering a specific bag, do your research, pay attention to the details that counterfeiters often overlook or just cannot afford. Like finding out whether a particular lining was actually used in the year a bag was produced. Be smart, be vigilant, okay? For example, this year, the Neverfull monogram has a tan interior with thin brown stripes. You'll want to know this if 30 years from now you'll find yourself considering a vintage, you know, 2021 Neverfull monogram. So finally, counterfeiters seem to believe that Louis Vuitton bags look best with brown or tan suede interiors. You'll see these often in knockoffs. So fortunately, you'll never see brown or tan suede lining in a real Vuitton as the company itself has never lined its bags with either of those. It's an easy way to identify a fake. So look at the brown or tan interior. That's a huge giveaway because that's a ton of surface area. That's huge, okay? Next up's gonna be that stamp. Um, this is actually really important because it's something really hard to fake, believe it or not. So study the font Louis Vuitton uses to stamp its bags. One of the most notable details is the perfectly round and wide zero. Or, oh, not zero. But it looks like a zero because it's so wide. So observe as well um, that the L has an especially short tail and that the two T's in Vuitton almost touch very close okay they are so close uh, that it nearly looks like it makes one line so while counterfeiters have obviously gotten better at reproducing the font it's still commonly like weird and this is a mistake you can recognize if you're prepared so don't be thrown off if a bag is not made in france Vuitton does not manufacture does manufacture in spain germany italy and even the united states so don't be thrown if it does not say Uh, made in France, it can say plenty of other things as well, okay, next up is the amenities, okay, or the attachments, Louis Vuitton will not wrap plastic or paper around handles or hardware in order to protect them, the company will not put hang tags on bags, and it will never, ever misspell its own name, obviously, so if you see that, you know, come on, that's on you, dust covers are extremely, uh, Simple, made of 100% cotton with neatly finished seams. So, earlier versions are light tan with an LV logo. Uh, More recently, the name has been spelled out on a pale saffron background. No other text will appear. And don't be swayed by a receipt. Uh, That literally proves nothing. If a bag can be copied, obviously, a dang paper receipt can absolutely be uh, copied. You know, it can be, you know thousands of those. So date codes. Um, This was actually something up, something my sister-in-law had mentioned when I bought my one bag. Um, So in the early 1980s, Louis Vuitton began uh, including date codes to identify a bag's place of origin and date of manufacturing. So you can use the date codes to cross-check where a bag was produced. For example, if a bag is stamped made in Germany, the date code should include LP. Um, Anything else is careless counterfeiting obviously um even if the two do match your search for aberration should continue as we talked before about all that stuff not all counterfeiters are sloppy you know they that's a craft and you know some have perfected it so date codes are found inside the bag possibly embossed on the tag um at a side seam but they can be in different places mostly it's like where the handles connect to the bag but it's the interior um little stampy leather things so let's go through some of these um you can always look these up so france has a variety of codes so like a zero a one a two a BJ, bu dr italy has a few uh, like B C, B O, C E F O. c e f o spain has c a g i l o l b united states has a few uh la o s s d um, Switzerland's got two D-I-F-A, Germany L-P-O-L, which is what we just talked about. So Louis Vuitton date codes in the 1980s. So first, first no, two numbers equal the year. The final number equals the month. Country code after that. So example would be 8-6, so that's 1986. Um, then the final number is 6, so that would be June. And then we got country code, which is A-0, which is let's see what that would be that would be france so you know made in france in june 1986 easy but that's the 1980s so louis vuitton date codes from 1990 to 2006 is country code first and third number second equals the month and then second and fourth numbers equals the year so this is actually the bag i have is made in 94 so So A00961 would be made in France in June 1991. Louis Vuitton date codes from 2007 to now. Country code, first and third numbers equals week of year. Second and fourth numbers equals year. So example, A02058, made in France in the 25th week of 2008. That one's like super confusing. And obviously they're doing that to separate these bags from decade to decade to decade. So it's kind of interesting how they do that. Um, All Louis Vuitton bags will have date codes, uh, which are a little different than serial numbers, as we just talked about. They help identify the year and country of origin of the bag. Bags with missing or unregistered date codes are one of the best ways to tell a fake Louis Vuitton versus the real. Um, These are usually found on the small leather tags in the interior of the bag. However, that is still something they'd be faked. If I just told you what those are, you bet your sweet bippy people can just copy those over. So it's... I still don't think that's a great way to do it, but it definitely does help. Absolutely, um, yeah, definitely, definitely helps. So here, actually, um, that's that's uh, the re- that's the way right there to determine whether a bag is fake or not. That applies evenly over everything that they make. Obviously, not pens and stuff, but their bags that applies. So something super strange. And I totally thought it was like made up is that Louis Vuitton actually burns their products. Okay. The thing about this luxury, um, is that not everyone can afford it. Okay. Louis Vuitton Chanel Hermes might be huge luxury brands, but for a majority of us, they're merely fancy unpronounceable names. You know, we all know how crazy expensive these accessories are. And someone, you know, would have to save maybe an entire month's salary to to get one. I mean, if we're talking $4,000 bag, you know, that's not something you can just wave, you know, Oh yeah, yeah. this $4,000 has been burning a hole in my pocket. I need a new book bag. You know, what does Louis Vuitton do with all of its unsold bags? They burn them. Okay. It's crazy, isn't it? It's nuts. But, um, they burn them and you're in are thinking, well, why don't they, uh, you know, give it a charity or recycle it. Well, because it would serve no purpose. You know, it's, it would create problems and it also creates problems in their market. You know, they're creating a scarcity because they don't want an overabundance of these items to come out. And I don't know if they do a lot of burning because as we talked about, they don't overproduce. So um, they never want to put their bags at a lower price because they know how much work goes into it. Um, so the exclusivity, um, <laughs> they they literally just set them on fire. It's like it's crazy, um, and then another reason I guess uh, given was that uh, is a U.S. law called the duty drawback. Okay, as per this law, if something imported in the country after paying a duty on is destroyed, the duty is actually paid back. So, um. Since LV bags have extreme high-duty rates, which is like 15 to 25% on average, it's a great way to make up for the loss of sales. Though it seems to be an outrageous move no one from Louis Vuitton um, has ever come on record to confirm uh, the news of burning their unsold merchandise, industry insiders say that before uh, destroying their discounted bags, uh, Louis Vuitton actually organizes a sale for its employees. So that's kind of nice. You know, that's that's nice that they go out and you know, these are people that put their work, blood, sweat, and tears into making these bags. It's nice that they get to see a little bit of action. And I don't know. maybe Louis Vu- I mean, Louis Vuitton' has been around for so long. They have to people have to really enjoy working for them. So maybe they give bags away to people or something like that. So guys, that is it for this episode. Remember with faked items, there are those who produce them. those who purchase them and those that listen to this podcast. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.